Hey guys, it's RMJ and welcome to the Together Will Achieve podcast. Today's guest is Jithin James. I met Jithin a few months ago at a conference over the summer. Since then, I deeply admired his social skills. He was easily able to talk to anyone in the room and make the conversation seem so easy. Later, I spoke to him and he opened about how he was a very shy kid and often got bullied. Today's episode, he talks about how he's become this confident person he is now, all the barriers he faced, how he overcame them. And in addition, he also talks about his faith and how religion impacted his journey, the journey he's still continuing. So let's get started. Hi Jitin, welcome to the podcast. Hello. So first of all, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. So yeah, my name is uh, Jitin James. I was born in India and immediately a short while after, about three months in, I moved to Italy, to Rome, where my parents were already living. So I've been in Italy for my whole life, basically, until I was 18 years old. So I did all my schooling there. And then for the last seven years, I've been in the UK. I was first in Southampton for my university, did my degree in aerospace engineering. Then I went to work at Jaguar Land Rover in the, in the Midlands of the UK, in Coventry, Birmingham, that area there. And now my latest uh, movement has been to Cambridge, where I am working as a technology strategy consultant um, at Cambridge Consultants. And uh, yeah, it's a very different role and um, yeah, settling in slowly. That all sounds so impressive when you say it. <laughs> well, it's, um, you know, it's just been, um, I'll be honest with you, for me, my, my path and my whole life has been guided. Uh, it's just been very, very much um, a normal person's life, I'd say, going up to school. But then once I hit university, I, I found uh, a deeper connection with God. And that really helped me personally to um, understand what I really want to do in life, particularly. Mm-hmm. Especially, I realized after four years of engineering that that wasn't quite the thing for me. Um, I decided that I would give it a go. I even decided that I would give it a go. And I went to Jaguar Land Rover and then I realized that it just did not suit me as a career. And that's why I, you know, through prayer and really, God really showed me this one role that came out of nowhere, really. I was just scrolling through and then one day this just happened to pop into my feed and I applied and... Through the application process, as I was uh, doing my daily prayers, I could really feel God telling me, this is really going to be your next movement. Um, and I trusted that. And throughout the whole interview process, I, I just really trusted that. And uh, it happened to be that, yeah, God did have plans for me to move, to go to Cambridge. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's Yeah. <laughs> Now, growing up, you talked about being bullied and I'm guessing you're probably quite insecure about that and facing all of that. Yeah, so growing up, it was actually more than just bullying, actually. It was bullying. It was also bullying because of my skin color. So my descendancy is from obviously Asian, Indian. I'm from South India. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was living in a country that at the time, there were not that many Indians yet. There are way more now and it's becoming more and more naturalized. But at the time, I used to be one of the very few, uh, maybe in my class, who were international. However, 
I was still very lucky to be at an international school, which was a beautiful blessing because there were kids that were from different nationalities and from all over the world, which really helped me. Nonetheless, there were situations even outside of school where um, I would be maybe at times even considered as an outcast because of my skin color and yeah, sometimes even bullied by other kids by maybe uh, more than actual bullying physically, it was more about bullying in a sense of uh, mentally, I'd say even because um, they were saying that, you know, maybe I wasn't looking good enough or that um, that uh, I wasn't good enough for them or that I wasn't up to certain things. Maybe I, was, I wasn't the greatest uh, sportsman, I guess, but, um, you know, these were the sort of things that I was uh, put, put through, really. But at the same time, um, I realized, you know, I had some other really amazing friends who really helped out. So, and if I were to really... Um, advise people who are going through the same um, issue of bullying and bullyism and so on. Well, the, the best thing is really, you know, to find someone who can really protect you. And there is bound to be someone. It might not be the cool group. Yeah. It might not be the cool group at school, a kids that, you know, is gonna, it's not through popularity that you come out of it, but I, I'd rather it's actually through a solid group of friends that are going to be there for you. And uh, I was blessed to have certain uh, friends in my life and also certain uh, influencing figures in my life, such as some certain teachers who were really pushing me to, you know, uh, to come and uh, present in front of the class, showing me that I was good enough, that I was up to it. And my confidence slowly built from there. I was very shy as a kid and I was very, um, yeah, I was quite... Um, quiet actually even, except when with my family. Uh, I remember when my parents used to bring me to these birthday parties, I would always cry. I would always cry and always stand at the back and my parents would force me to go and play with the kids, but I was just too shy, I just didn't want to. Um, and I was always at the very back of the birthday, um, trying to be next to my mother and my father really. Um, but that all changed actually, slowly started changing. It must be because I had people who really did not give up on me, especially family. My parents always pushed me to keep, yeah. um, I had supportive parents who really were an even greater blessing, I'd say. And also some friends who were there to you know, accept me for who I was. And I'm talking about year five, year four, I'm a, I'm a kid still here, okay? But there were some real good friends which I could rely on and who would, um, um, who would be there for me. Um, and also the teachers, as I, as I kept growing when I was in year nine, there were some amazing teachers who really pushed me. And when I went into high school, uh, which is um, in American system, that's year nine to year 12, the American high school. In American high school there, I did also more on drama. Uh, so it really put me out there. So my suggestion and real advice to build that confidence also is to uh, expose yourself to things that are really out of your comfort zone. Because it's only by doing that, by taking that step of faith, that you can really grow out of that uh, fear of yours. So really, in drama class, I, we were trained to be able to stand in front of people, to talk in front of people, to be awkwardly just staring at people in silence. So these were like all the little different activities we did in drama class, which were absolutely fantastic. Um, and then on top of that, I was performing in drama performances for the first time of my life, which... Uh, was really helpful in uh, bringing out my, um, yeah, to basically overcome that shyness. Um, 
and, and there were people supporting me throughout all that and the audience was really happy, supportive. They all came and congratulated me and all that was like a morale boost, a confidence boost. And that's how my journey began to grow stronger and stronger in confidence. I did more and more of these activities. I went to uni. At uni at the beginning, I'll be honest with you, day one, I was so homesick because it was the first time I ever came to this country. I Yes, sure, I built some sort of confidence in, in school and um, I got to a good point in life, but I was still quite scared of the whole move and if I was going to make new friends and so on. But, you know, I say again, take that first step, um, go and knock on one of your housemates' doors or flatmates' doors and introduce yourself. And when you break the barrier, when you show that you're always a joyful person and a positive person, People just naturally want to be around you. And it's not about being cool. It's about being happy, about being in a place where you are, um, where you're feeling healthy, where you're feeling that things around you are um, are not really, how to say, putting you down, but you're just comfortable. That's all you need to be. You don't need to be popular. You don't need to be, um, I don't know, uh, at the top of everything. You just need to be at a comfortable place. And the comfortable place for me was, with um, being happy and joyful. And later on, then God came into the picture as well. And that really just boosted me even more, um, knowing that, you know, certain skills and gifts that God gave me, those, these, this, my whole journey in life, different areas where I did not even realize, such as having good teachers, having parents, having this good set of friends. I realized only later on that God was giving me these small gifts, little by little by little, as I was growing and once I realized God and I encountered him he was then it felt like he was saying to me you're now there you're now ready to to even proclaim my kingdom and that's how I keep doing what I do now and I feel confident to do it is only through his power is is through prayer as well I know that he's working through me and even when I go to work nowadays I know that I'm doing my work not for making money, not for myself. I'm doing my work to glorify Him. I am glorifying Him through everything that I do. By just being myself, by being a good friend, by being a good person, by being a good uh, future husband or whatever that may be, I am being, I'm, I am glorifying my Lord through my, my, my being. And that makes me so happy. Um, so I try to, yeah, my, my whole vision of life has changed and that's really helped me uh, again. Whatever, no, no matter who comes and tells me, you're not good enough. I know that the Lord has created me for that reason, for that part, with that particular gifts. And I know what I'm capable of because that's what the Lord has made me to do. Um, and that's, that's really what keeps me going these days. And I still have a long journey ahead of me. I still am shy nowadays, even today. But I just think about my whole journey, everything that I've come from the past, and I just offer up to the Lord. Any fears, any worries, I just say, God, you are the one who's put me here. And I know that you want me to be there and then. So I know that you are in control. It's beyond me. So I just let it go and let my fears go and know that he will have me. He will hold me. It's fabulous to hear because I met you a few days as my group leader for this conference. I met you, you were such a confident person, you were able to, because I can talk to some people, but not really older people, and 
it was really beautiful to see. Well, praise God, you know. Um, it took it took time to get there. As I said, as I described, you know, it was a long journey, mm-hmm. and uh, there will be walls. There will be difficulties. There will be people putting you down at all moments, and all you can do is to, you know, keep trying, keep pushing, and keep exposing yourself to those situations, and. Um, yeah, don't give up. Be resilient, really. That's the that's the biggest message. Is like whenever life hits you down. This I'm quoting Rocky Balboa here, the big movie. Whenever life hits you down, how what the difference is in how you can get back up is how you can get back up and keep facing it. That makes a difference in everyone's lives. Um, that can make a difference, a huge difference. I know some people might be struggling to do that. That's why I say surround yourself with the right people, uh, listen to the right people, get motivated by the right people. Um, and I'm sure allow God to work in you as well. And uh, the combination of all these things really are, are, are amazing. Um, I, I'm not sure if they are the winning combination, but I don't need to know that. I know that my God has got me really. God, thank you. <laughs> to end with, what would your top advice be for the young generation, Gen Z, to talk to people, be more confident, develop as a person? What would your advice be for them? So there are, I, I'd say really, um, practice. Practice makes perfect, right? Just like I, I, I'm into my dancing and everything, right? And you do it so, so many times that you will grow in it. Uh, even prayer life, even uh, all these sort of things is discipline and practice. I'm not kidding you, but discipline, waking up in the morning without snoozing your alarm is the most, is one of the greatest things you could do, I think, is we call it the minute of glory. If that within that minute you can get up, it's like you're telling the world, I can do anything. I'm gonna make my bed, I'm gonna start this day. So discipline, being able to even like fast, for example, skip your meal and offering that up as a prayer. Discipline can really shape you because what consists of practice is also discipline. It might be that you are uh, practicing and you're just tired because it's the same thing over and over and over again. But that discipline will get you over past it. You gotta push yourself. You gotta build that resilience. You know, even when you feel like ah, you just really just want to go to bed, trust me. You do it once. You do it twice. You do it three times, and then you automatically start building discipline in your mindset. And discipline can be built. Discipline can be definitely built upon. Uh, you just need to keep working on it, and you need to work on it from a very young age. Because it's not something, it can come also later on in life, but it's so much easier if discipline is built in from your very young age. Um, and little things like this, waking up when your alarm is set, having set times for your meals. This may sound all silly things, but when you have a strong discipline life, when you know that you build that as a kid, later on in life, when you want to, for example, um, how do you say, schedule your day, uh, stick to your times. Be on time to meetings. Why, why do you need to be a minute late or two minutes late? Be there three minutes early. Build in that discipline from early on and you'll see that you can get further in life. I, I think, and it's helped me personally and I hope it does to others as well, really. So do you agree that to 
be successful, two important elements are discipline and consistency. Yes, of course, of course, yes, yes. Uh, discipline, consistency. Um, and I, I will go back to this discussion of discipline because even in prayer life, waking up every morning, imagine that, for example, uh, for this conference, I've had to wake up earlier yeah. because I need to stick in my 30 minutes of prayer. And the discipline there is, rather than skipping your prayer, can you sit down and actually do it every day? And it is only through that discipline that then you can grow in, in, in Christ through that prayer, through that consistent prayer. That's how you keep growing. That's how you keep, um, yeah, you, you, you keep at it really. And it will help. It will definitely help. So yes, 100%. <laughs> what you've said today is so valuable and I hope it will help young people praise god praise god and i really hope it does definitely i hope it does and i hope that all the young people can find themselves you know a mentor or friends that can really grow together help each other grow mm. uh, so that they can hear this advice if not from this podcast from yeah. somewhere at least um i know not everyone is equally you know um the world is unfortunately not fair and knowledge is not equally distributed and not everyone has the access to the right material and the right people and the right opportunities but you know i really wish that uh, the, the youngest generation this new new generation that is coming really builds these at the fundament at the core of the fundamentals really in their growth um yeah and i really wish that uh, more of this can be done really and can be reached out to all over the world um we should pray also for all the teachers around the world, you know, that they can build this in their children, uh, in schools and in all education throughout all over the world, really. Yeah. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel, for having me. You know, it's beautiful. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. And make sure you follow my Instagram at Together We Will Achieve to see more content related to this. DM me what your favourite part of the episode was, who you'd like to see next in the podcast and what sort of topics you'd like me to cover. As usual, take care and I love you guys.